0: Chuckin sets the trial date against Trump to March 4th, 2024. This is a big win for the prosecution. Mitch McConnell has another health episode. Trevor Loudon is here on the top stories, including two of the biggest problems facing America. That's the mass illegal migration swarming our cities and towns and the rapid decline of America's cities. And then the Associated Press says, conspiracy theorists are spreading false information about the return of COVID mandates. Well, at the same time, mandates are now being required in some schools and businesses as President Biden sends a request for more funding to Congress for another vaccine. Dr. Stephanie Coxon questions the madness. And then a big development in China, the CCP's nuclear submarine in the Yellow Sea had a catastrophic accident, killing the crew of 55, including some military officers and future leaders of their nuclear program. Dr. Lee Meng will talk about this breaking story and the threats against her own life. It's all next on Viewpoint this Sunday. time to put away the bias, the lies, and deceit, and bring forth real talk from real people about real news, providing the out loud truth and capturing the essence of a new generation all in a fast-paced hour. This is Viewpoint This Sunday. Welcome to the weekend news magazine, the viewpoint this Sunday. It is Malcolm Out loud here. Listen, we got a lot happening. We're going to jump into it here with Trevor Loudon up front on the program here. He's an analyst, author, speaker, filmmaker, political commentator. And Trevor, he is just a great voice for freedom. These are the charges with Jack Smith, the special counsel now. Um, the charges are to subvert the 2020 election and disrupt the peaceful transfer of power. Quite something. And, you know, when you hear that said that way, it's sort of... Uh, should send quivers down somebody's uh, spine, uh, if that was really the case. The trial date, this was a a judge chuck-in, uh, and uh, she was appointed by Obama. That tells you pretty much what you need to know, because he didn't really appoint any freedom lovers uh, while he was in office, frankly. Uh, Most of them were uh, 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 Marxist-type thinkers. And, um this judge so the prosecution wanted January 24 uh Trevors you know and Trump's legal team wanted mid 2026 uh that wasn't going to happen obviously that was a dream to put it after the election and all of that they, I mean you're not they're not going to agree to that uh the judge came back and basically gave it to the prosecution and set a trial date for March 4 2024. And when you consider this 12.8 million pages or files, uh, grand jury interviews, national archives, uh, the January 6th, all that evidence, uh, uh, they kind of ransacked all of Trump's uh, DMs, direct messages, uh, PAC stuff, uh, Melania Trump's underwear drawers, we know, all of that's in the mix there for them to go through. Um, anything surprising to you with this chuck in uh, with the date? Not really, I guess. And uh, can they be prepared or will this thing get pushed back more? Or what's, what's your wisdom saying on this?
1: The uh, immense amount of evidence that has to be sorted. I, I, I do not think there can be a fair trial by that date at all. And I think it was purely chosen, that date was purely chosen for political reasons. <laughs> It's also worth noting as uh, you won't be surprised that Chunkin's grandfather was a very well-known Jamaican communist <laughs> um you know a, as was her un- as was her great uncle and it was also it turns out that Fanny Willis's father the the woman prosecuting Trump in Georgia she is the daughter of a black panther oh um and the Black Panthers were a militant Maoist communist organization. She was brought up by her father. So, does that tell you right off the top what kind of what kind of judges we're dealing with here?
2: Yeah,
0: that's what is quite frightening, frankly. Um, is that uh, you know it only takes a, a bad judge or a, or a tainted jury or something else, and uh, you know what's going to happen with that. Uh, It's hard to fathom, but I I don't, you know, and I've expressed the listeners this past week, Trevor, and I mean, let me just put it out there with you, but I, I, and it's a hard conversation to hear, but I don't see how Trump ever gets back to 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. I I don't believe they're going to ever allow that to happen. Let's just call it what it is and cut to the chase. Uh, You just mentioned some of these communists, these Marxists who are in powerful positions, and this is all over the country. Uh, but you're right to point that out right now. Um, uh, I think they've got this deck pretty well stacked against Donald Trump. Uh, I don't see it happening. Do you speak about that,
1: yeah. Well, I, I think you're probably right. Um, you know, he's way ahead in the polls right now regarding the Republican primary, but I think that's why um, Ron DeSantis is hanging on in there because uh, exactly, you know, it, it's uh, Trump very. Possibly and maybe even likely won't be the candidate because they'll hang something on them. The fact that this trial is in March, mm-hmm. with all of the complexities involved in it, that that's pretty unheard of. You know that that uh, a trial of that magnitude, even a criminal, an ordinary mafia trial or whatever, would not happen that quickly. We we know that, so it's been it's been put where it is for political reasons to try and take Trump out of the race. We also have various um, attorney generals around the country seriously examining ways they can take Trump off the ballot, you know, in certain states like New Hampshire. I think it was uh, the president was a, a county commissioner from Arkansas or somewhere like that who who had been at the January the 6th Um, event never went inside the buildings at all but that was enough to say he was an insurrectionist and therefore he could not stand for public office and he was actually stripped of his public office in um, i I forget whether it was arkansas or kansas and so that's the precedent now they're going out there trying to actually take trump off the ballot and if they only take him off the ballot in one state That basically one state that would basically um, destroy his presidency, presidential candidacy right there.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, do you remember um, seeing the reports and I I don't have the quote handy, but I remember uh, Trump saying and and it caught me by surprise when I'd seen this a couple of times, actually, where he referenced that if he was in prison, that he would just run the campaign from prison, that there was nothing constitutionally that would prevent him from doing exactly that and continue to march uh, for the presidency. You talk about some crazy uncharted waters. Uh, As you stated, I think, last month to me, uh, if this was a novel you were trying to sell somebody, uh, uh, nobody would buy it or (laughs) believe this to be. You told me that. You told listeners that last month. Yeah.
1: So the the plot would be too far-fetched, wouldn't it? Too
0: far-fetched, brother. And we continue to build a far-fetched. It it gets even more odd. So the fact that the president has uttered those words a couple of times about uh, prison and what have you, do you think, Trevor, that... You know, I think about one man. He's one person. He's he is a human being, just the same as any of us are. He has got so much. I mean, the legal proceedings coming at him—it's unprecedented. I don't know of another human being they've done this to. The last one that was crucified was put nails through the fingers of the hands of the cross. I'm not suggesting this is the same sort of character, but I, I don't. I don't remember anybody else in history that has been crucified to the point that Donald Trump has been. What do you think goes through his mind on any collective day when he wakes up in the morning? Do you think he really thinks that he could do this thing from prison and that he would? Because this guy seems to be more determined than ever. What do you think about that?
1: Well, look, I, I think, and I don't. I'm, I'm being harsh here. I think he is so invested in the injustices done to him hmm. that he's putting, he's getting to the point where he's going to put his future and his his ego ahead of the country mm. you know, because mm. if he if he is thinking he's going to run a campaign for from jail right. and win you know i i just don't see that happening i think he is what he should be carrying these cases forward he should be being vindicated but i don't think he can do that and run as a Well, what would he do then? I, that I think that point? it's be very oh, no. hard to do that what, and run as a candidate. Would he just give up time. then?
0: Would he give up? Would he get out? What What would we expect him to do? With, I'm just wondering. What do you think? Well, I think,
1: I think the best thing for him to do is get out and endorse someone else. I see. That's, that's what I think. But that, that's very unlikely to happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I, I think
0: – um would you hold on? Would you suggest that now, or only if if they get get him, uh, or if they're ready to put him away? Are you? What do you think? Uh, look,
1: I would, I would, I would probably carry on a little bit. I'd carry on a bit longer and see what legal maneuvers can be put in place and right, right. and and what can be done and what appeals and you know only him and his lawyers know the avenues through here. Right. But but if it comes to the point where he knows he's going to be just totally embroiled in court cases. In election year, very possibly jailed. Um, Yeah, I would, I would, at that point, I would say for the good of the country, he would have to stand down and endorse another candidate. Mm -hmm.
0: Now, with him doing that, now, okay, so you put that out there, with him doing that now. That would almost ensure that he would be locked up forever uh, without him getting to the White House to be able to pardon himself, unless he relies on somebody else. Now he's putting his fate in somebody else's hands. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah.
1: But that, you know, and and I see that exactly. But um, Mm -hmm. the fact is, he is unlikely to get to the White House from that point yeah yeah and yeah. this will be just you know once they get the the hooks on them and, right, and right. get convictions on them right all bets are off right. from well point. trevor
0: I, i'm not sure under any condition you and i i mean we can speak frankly here but i'm not under any condition not, never mind when they get their hooks in them i think they already got them in and i don't think there's any way they're letting him there and i'll say one other thing and i'll say this very carefully but uh but if that all doesn't work, the with the level of the way things are juiced up right now in the country where we're at, I I don't think they the system, these this whole Marxist regime, you've already even pointed out, I don't think they ever let him near the doorknob. And if that's the case, I think the last resort to these people, and we've seen this before in history, is I think it would be bodily harm. Now I say that very carefully, but I say it just the same. Uh, do you disagree with that, or I, I
1: think I I don't think anything is beyond the realm of possibility at all. You know, Epstein, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Epstein suicide in front of the whole world when everybody knows that it wasn't a suicide, or everybody highly suspects that it wasn't a suicide, yeah. was a message that we are ruthless and we'll do this right in front of you. And what are you going to do about it? So, but I, I, I'm not really thinking mm-hmm. that is wow. the major threat against Trump, but mm-hmm. it is a possibility. I'm not sure. I'm not but sure. I, I'm just looking at the practicalities. Yeah. The Democratic Party as it exists is a communist party and it must be taken out of office and the country must be cleansed. Yeah. And I don't. I, I think by Trump, if Trump mm. is under indictment, you know, looks yeah. like he's going to go to jail, Mm-hmm. Or he's going to be so enmeshed in court cases through the whole year that he can't campaign. Um, I, I think we, we've got to look at the good of the country here. Yeah, yeah, and Trump's yeah. got to say, look, I'm going to endorse somebody. I'm going to campaign for them the best I can. Elect this person. And... um You know, I I think it would be a given that he would be pardoned by the by the next president, you know, that would be a popular move from the whole country. Yeah. But um Mm -hmm. I I think uh I I think this is not the time for egos to get in the way here. And and Trump has a big ego, which has been a um a good thing for him a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. But, you know, there is a time when ego must be um yeah. put aside for the sake of the country yeah very
0: interesting uh and god love you for saying that statement you just said about the cleansing of the country and the marxist uh, leftist progressivism communist globalists uh that has uh, totally taken over that party you're 100 right and people need to hear that again and again and again we need to wake up middle america uh independence moderates left of center democrats and pull them into uh, an an american movement Two of the biggest problems facing our country right now, I would suggest back to you, is the mass illegal migration that swarmed swarming America's cities and towns, to be sure, and the rapid decline of America's cities in a nutshell. Uh, Because as I've stated often to to listeners, Trevor Loudon, you cannot have a great America. You cannot have this. Without great American cities, there is no make America great anything. It does not exist. And right now we're watching the rapid, rapid decline of cities all over the place. It's all over the country. They're all Marxist left controlled. And the poster child for all this is San Francisco. Sadder than hell what they've done to that city. They've, you'd be safer to travel to Venezuela or uh, Colombia than you would in uh, San Francisco at this point. Uh, and yet we sit here with bragging rights, thinking we're the home of liberty uh, and uh, paradise here, uh, which really blows my mind, frankly. So uh, but here's the thing I want to talk about. I want to get your opinion on uh, what is kind of ironic about this is the left is starting to eat their own. We were waiting for this day, actually, where the other shoe would drop uh, because how much can they take? Well, Eric Adams is clearly is outrage. So four or five hundred protesters just a few days back here, they were trying to convert to Catholic school on Staten Island and they were protesting. What the, what the hell are these people you putting in you We don't even know who they are. I mean, do they even speak English? I mean, do they know this? Do they know that? Are they rapists, murderers, terrorists? I mean, what are you doing here? These are people now. These are a lot of Democrats here, clearly. And then there was another one in New York City senior citizen home just before then. They want to convert and stick a lot of people in. Hundreds and hundreds protested against that. The mayor doesn't know what to do. She's fighting against, he's fighting against the governor, the governor and the federal government, Biden. Uh, Kathy Hochul's meeting with Biden doesn't know what to do about it. And that's just a, that's just a, a glimpse of what's happening in the country because it's all these states and cities are having a problem with it. It's, it's finally starting to turn a little bit, isn't it?
1: Well, look, look, this is driving public opinion. Um, you know against the Democratic Party even in their strongholds because now the chickens are coming home to roost you know the people of Texas and Arizona and New Mexico have been dealing this with for decades but you know that's that's all right because they they way down south and they don't they don't matter but when it comes to the the Boston and Chicago and when their infrastructure is getting overwhelmed when the crime has gone through the roof when it's affecting ordinary citizens, yeah, that's different then, um, and which just shows the complete hypocrisy of leftists. They're, they're willing to inflict misery on anyone else, yeah. but when it's in their little neck of the woods, that's different. When it gets into their gated communities and their beautiful little cities, you know. Yeah. So um, yeah, it's it's there's a there's a real turning. the 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 Democrats have weaponized immigration. To fill the country with millions of more of their voters, yeah. but it's also turning off a lot of their existing voters. So they're playing a very delicate game here, and it's very it, it's quite delicious, as you say, to, to watch them squirm when 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 they're suffering the consequences oh, well, of their policies. But it's why. also sad that it's it's, oh, yeah. it's just damaging this country, yeah. and it is also going to wreck the lives of millions of people who, who are lured over the border effectively yeah. Yeah. Um, and used as 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 meat in yeah. a sandwich by the democratic party to secure a permanent majority yeah. it's a tragedy all oh well,
0: it is a tragedy but we're already damaged let alone getting there we're already there uh trevor and we're, it's now just a matter of the fat lady singing and at this point i just assume pour another glass of bourbon and watch these bastards burn uh at this moment here, you know.
1: Well look, you know, we one state that doesn't have an illegal immigration problem right now is Florida. Mm-hmm. Because Florida has E-verify. You can't get benefits or a job if you're not a legal citizen in Florida. What a novel and approach. Been leaving the state in big numbers. Yeah. Also the the um, illegally issued driver's licenses that many illegal immigrants carry are not recognized in Florida. It's not hard to figure out how to fix oh, yeah. this problem. But they,
0: well, they don't want to fix it because they created it, Trevor. Yeah, so it's well, not about right. fixing. But it the, red states, yeah. the
1: red states, the red states should be flo- following for- Florida's example. Okay. If Arkansas and Texas enacted those policies, e-verify the whole lot. That would flood all of the oh, illegal agree. immigrant problem into yeah. the blue state. If they wanted
0: to fix it. If, 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 they if wanted the wanted states fix did it. that, you're exactly right. But if the red states would push back on the federal government as well, that's another story you and I need to talk about sometime because that 10th Amendment is really critical right now to save our country. The
1: 10th Amendment and the 1st Amendment will, is what will save yeah.
0: America. 100%. Oh, golly, I love what you're saying there. i got to answer this question. Give me just a quick point to this. I have one last big story I want to talk to you about. But, but let me just ask you right out, and what does your gut feel about this? Are we facing an election or a revolution in 2024? Serious question.
1: Well, if we lose it, it's a revolution. Um, because if we lose it, the government is going to legalize every single illegal immigrant in the country and give them voting rights. And I don't see what we're going to do with 30 million more Amer- you know, Democrat voters I don't see how we get out of that. If we if we win it, then it's got to be a counter revolution. Mm-hmm. Then it's got to be an absolute cleansing of the country, mm-hmm. um, e-verify all over the place, massive um, crackdowns on on the Chinese influence in the country, the number of traitors that sell out to China, but also there's got to be RICO lawsuits and all of the big Democrat-controlled cities going after the vote fraudsters in those states. It's got to be treated like an organized crime problem to clean it out. We're either going to be heading for full-on communism after the next election, or we're going to be going in the opposite direction. That that depends. So it's going to be a revolution each way, you're right, but in a good sense or a bad sense, that depends on how active people get between now and then. Yeah, yeah.
0: Man, you know, the thing about you is, brother, is, yeah, I, I just, I have to applaud you. You always speak the truth. You're just, it's just so important people hear your words. I, I mean, this really... Um, Genuinely, because uh, very few will get on and say the things that you are being so honest about and saying. I appreciate that. One last quick, quick story. I gotta get this out there because I just love this story. A, a New Zealand city is trying to recruit Americans. Uh, what it's actually like to move there? Uh, it's a story I see. Oh, you came to my mind right away. I so I gotta ask my brother Trevor, what he says about this. So I said, let me read this <laughs> to you. I said, oh yeah, oh yeah. I thought, well, maybe I should consider this, I've been to New Zealand, I love the beauty of the country. Of course, they took a bad U-turn during COVID, so I'm not so sure about that, but it says here, if you've ever dreamt about moving abroad, the capital city of New Zealand, which by the way, uh, speaking of Wellington, which is very cosmopolitan, I remember going there the first time, it was like, wow, you know, Um, and when you go from the beauty, when you fly in on the two big islands, and then you see this, and then you see that city, it's a a real uh, eye-opener. But anyways, an economic development group in Wellington uh, launched a big campaign to recruit Americans to relocate there. They have 3,500 job openings and more than 200, which pay over 200,000 New Zealand dollars. Comes to about uh, just over 120 grand uh, U.S. dollars. The idea was to help Americans think about New Zealand because of the life work balance that can be achieved there. So what do you say about this, brother? What do you
2: think?
1: Yeah, well, well, there's a lot of truth in that, you know, I, I would say the standard of living of New Zealand is probably about 60% of what it is in the United States. So, you know, you got under, Americans need to understand the housing is more expensive. Um, most things are comparatively more expensive, and the taxes are much higher in New Zealand than they are here, generally speaking. But the other thing I, w- I would say too is that this is something they will not talk about, and even most New Zealand political parties won't talk about, is the massive Chinese um, influence in New Zealand, the massive Chinese Communist Party influence, and the fact that New Zealand is in grave danger if there is a war in the Pacific. Um, New Zealand will be in the firing line. Yeah, you know, you yeah. don't don't kid yourself on that one. Yeah, no, um, I know. Which I know. most New Zealanders don't don't even think about. So I I hate to sabotage, um, you know the pl- <laughs> the plans of the the Wellington City Fathers to recruit more yeah. Americans. They they should have a, a qualification though. It should only be conservative Americans.
0: <laughs> but
1: um, but it. but that is not the case. See, when when yeah. Trump was in power, it was all the liberals would go, liberal Americans go to New Zealand. Yeah. When Obama was in power, it was all the conservatives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, look, yeah. Un- understand that New Zealand is under grave threat. Yeah. Very, very grave threat right now. Yeah. Yeah. Something that uh, nobody's talking about, but is the big elephant in the room. Yeah,
0: no, this is a great uh, segue. I, this is something I want to talk to you about ahead because... I love New Zealand uh, for all of those reasons. And I have stories uh, we talk about one time, um, Trevor, to have some fun with it. But I, but I do think what you say is appropriate. And it just brings us back to the fight here in our country of a red America and a blue America, which is the theme as you and I are talking here. Um, Trevor, thank you. Always appreciate your uh, insights and insights. Um, just, just your honesty always, brother. Thank you for joining me here. Yeah,
1: always always a pleasure, Malcolm. And yeah, you know, we, we've gone past the point where we can obfuscate these things. The only truth will save us now.
0: Amen. Yes, uh, the out loud only truth. truth. <laughs> out loud truth, brother, is what it is. Uh, let me tell folks as well, Trevor Uh Let's support him, please, and get behind Trevor's, um, all the things he's doing. His books are, I mean, he's just, I mean, he's a patriot. And a patriot's patriot for sure. Uh, but please check that out, TrevorLoudon.com. His books are in the America out Loud bookstore. Just type in Trevor, they'll come right up in the search bar. You get the store, uh, the shop right up at the um the, the home bar there. Uh, friends, perfect. All right, we 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 spent a little bit of time here, but but well, well done with Trevor. Gotta move the program along here. Remember now it's AmericaOutloud.news is the first thing. Uh, just real quick to tell you about that changeover last month. I still get there with the dot com, but the news is in our name. It's what we do. It's who we are, the out loud truth. And so uh, uh, please um, uh, tell folks about the America Out Loud dot news. Also, visit America Out Loud dot shop for all of the great products our doctors, our medical doctors, our naturopathic doctors, our nurses all of our amazing, brilliant uh, people on this platform talk about to help people get through uh, these vaccine injuries and long COVID and just live a healthy life. We have some amazing, amazing products in that uh, shop. That's right on the nav bar as well, americawattallow.shop, otherwise is the address. Friends, we're gonna pause right here. Dr. Stephanie Coxon will be on in just a moment here. Some very interesting uh, points here to talk about, a great piece she's got on the platform. Uh, We'll join you just in a moment. You're listening to Viewpoint this Sunday. The America Out Loud talk radio app is on Android or Apple. It's the perfect way to listen in to the new generation of talk shows and hosts who are ready to inform and inspire.
3: For 25 years, Global Healing has proudly produced the highest quality supplements and cleansing programs that are rooted in nature and backed by science. Get 15% off all of our products using code OUTLOUD, Global Healing, giving you the power to take control of your health, naturally.
0: Welcome back to Viewpoints of this Sunday. This is Malcolm Out Loud here. And friends, I cannot believe uh, that we are talking about, or not we, not for sure, but uh, mask mandates, vaccine uh, mandates, and more vaccines, more funding, more millions of dollars from Congress. Uh, this is all real, even though the Associated Press calls it a conspiracy theories. And I'll talk about that. Yeah, of course, NPR says, no, it's really not conspiracy theories. They're actually doing this. Uh, I'll tell you, it's a head shaker at this point. Dr. Stephanie Coxon joins me here. Uh, Dr. Stephanie Coxon's a mother of five herself. Uh, she is definitely a medical freedom activist, uh, and the thing about her is she's a certified nature health professional. So that gives you a sense, of, and that's really been a push on our own network and platform. Is you know um, holistic healing, uh, uh, naturopathic, a lot of things we can do for ourselves that don't require a medical doctor specifically or a hospital. Isn't that correct, uh, Dr. Coxon? Right.
4: So true. And if we were back in the 70s and 80s, most of us would know this information.
0: That's right. That's right. Well, we're doing our part here on this network to get that out there. Believe me, one of the new broadcasts we have, I just got to tell you right now, looking for healing radio with Dr. Brian Artis, Dr. Henry Ely, Dr. Janice Smith, Nicola Burnett. Uh, That is killing it. Uh, 11 a.m. weekdays, Monday through Friday. That show is on the network, friends. And so there's a big push for Nature pathic Health, and uh, I'm uh, uh, absolutely a believer in that myself here. All right. The Associated Press says, first of all, we're seeing all these reports. They're actually doing it in schools and organizations and companies. But the AP says conspiracy theorists are spreading false information about the return of COVID-19 mandates. Now this is real, what I'm reading to you. And this particular claim they say is the TSA, the Transportation Security Administration. And I've been hearing this from a lot of people, by the way. The managers were told mid-August that by mid-September, they, along with airport employees, will again be required to wear face masks. And by mid-October, the policy will apply to all travelers. Further, the managers were told that COVID nineteen lockdowns will return by December. Now, the AP assessed this, uh, Stephanie, by saying it's false. No such announcement was ever made by TSA, and a spokesperson for the CDC uh, says, which of course has a lot of credibility. Uh, Stephanie, of course, you know, uh, which uh, which issued a non-expired travel mask mandate in twenty one confirmed that such rumors are utterly false. Now, NPR says as U.S. COVID ho- hospitalizations rise. Many places are bringing mask mandates back. The U.S. has seen a late summer spike in COVID cases, uh, prompting schools, hospitals, and businesses to encourage or even require start masking up again. This is on top of the Biden administration, uh, Stephanie, asking Congress for millions, tens of millions of dollars more to fund a new COVID vaccine for variants that it won't even be effective for, frankly, uh, if it even was effective to begin with, which it's clearly not. And this announcement comes after him saying the pandemic was over. What's going on with all this? What's happening?
4: Well, let me first by saying that conspiracy theorists are far ahead of being accurate <laughs> than anything else put out by you know NPR or um, all of those traditional liberal um, outlets, although NPR is agreeing with us here. And how many times have we caught the government in lies at this point, saying one thing, then doing another six months to a year later, and then the American people just forgetting that that's what they said. And, and the best example of that is Fauci telling us all that masks are not going to work. And then six months later, or whatever it was, all of a sudden, oh, we've got a mask up for the safety of not only yourself, but someone else. You know, so these people are, are completely out of their mind as far as I'm concerned if you're paying attention you should know that conspiracies are about 10 to 10 to zero um, and the and the government is just putting out lies as fast as they can and getting caught.
0: Yeah, uh, they sure are. Um, it, it, listen to this. The CD uh, director, Mandy Cohen, caution, it, it, get a lot of this. COVID remains risky for people who are unvaccinated. The risk is especially high for unvaccinated individuals who haven't gotten the virus before, but those who are older or have underlying health conditions, and they are pushing hard more vaccines. Now, of course, they don't mention the myocarditis and pericarditis and the the all of the various cancers and diabetes and other uh, spikes in health conditions and people that still don't understand the gravity of what's happening with these vaccines. And now they're trying to push them onto a population again. And there are a lot of people not really paying attention or that deep into the weeds who sadly are getting these, uh, you know, and they will pay a price for this uh, because we're seeing a lot of harm being done, aren't we, to the from people who are taking these
4: Absolutely. You're looking at a 82% miscarry rate for for a vaccinated female. Wow. Previous to that, it was 10%. So yeah, there are some pretty serious consequences that are happening, whether you're paying attention or not, you're going to be impacted by it, whether it's in your family, whether it's you, whether it's just someone you know, it's, it's a big deal what is happening. You know, what's interesting, I think, You know, my conspiracy hat on, I think this is a cover up um, as more people who are vaccinated really suffer. We already know that the vaccines are not effective for people who have gotten them. They're still getting COVID. So why are we trying to backtrack and say, that they are effective in any way. They're still spreading it. They're still getting it. Heck, my father and my my uh, his girlfriend had to cancel their wedding this week because while vaccinated, they both have come down with COVID. It's been pretty severe for them. Much more severe than it was for me or anyone in my family who's had COVID. So you know, I I think they're just trying to cover things up here with their propaganda.
0: So listen to what you say there so you have two family members who were going to get married had to cancel the wedding they're both heavily vaccinated uh, and they got covid worse than anybody else who didn't get any of it in the family is that what you're saying
4: yeah well within my my family yeah right
0: right, right. yep i mean that's just proof in the pudding isn't it?
4: it it i feel like it is i mean it's it's certainly anecdotal but i hear these stories all the time to be quite frank and currently the only people i know who have gotten covid are those who are vaccinated i don't currently know anyone unvaccinated who has had this round of covid so far now that could you know totally change i'm i i could see that changing but at this point it's it's just what i'm personally seeing
0: yeah all right so none of it seems very logical anymore at all. Logic has gone right out the window, uh, Dr. Coxon. I mean, it's gone. It's like, forget about it. And, you know, you have to do begin to question, and and we've been talking about this a lot, for sure with our esteemed colleagues and doctors and and, uh, experts on the platform, but what is really going on here that they are so bent on, doing these shots and masks and everything else to the populace, um, the, the, the variants change so fast and rapidly, even if a shot did work and there were no risk involved, which is far from true. There are heavily, serious complications and risk. The shot, by the time it hits the market, wouldn't even cover the damn variant that they supposedly suggest that it would, which it wouldn't work anyways. But if it did, it would be too late anyways. And what the hell census they'd make?
4: I completely, I mean, even when I look at the flu shot, you have like maybe a 33% effective rate for the flu shot that we've known for years and they still get the variants. So we're in the same, we're in the same boat with the COVID shot. But this one, we know, you know, without, with without hesitancy that it doesn't work. It didn't work for the very first um, strand. It didn't work for the second one. It's just not working And honestly, all all I can say is this is psychological warfare and you're either being propagandized to the point that you're falling for it or you're awake and aware. Because at this point, if you're paying attention, you should know. You, you know it's your own fault at this point I mean the first round I could see getting caught up in it um but this round like literally people have got to snap out of, of whatever psychological coma they're in and wake up to what they're doing I Which, I don't know I don't know I, I think it's very nefarious I don't know for sure what the what the plan is I certainly have um an idea on what I think it is
0: well all right now that's a segue hold on to a, a piece <laughs> you wrote now and this is good. Uh, and you wrote it. It was uh, amazing. Uh his research being used to propagate a dystopian world. You point out many interesting things in here about this COVID era we've been going through and the doctors who, the ones that were... had the courage to speak truth, were ridiculed and stepped on and brutalated and careers lost and lives turned upside down. We have some of them on our platform, to be sure, none other than my colleague and brother and dear friend, Dr. Stephen LaTulip is a perfect example of that. The Oregon Medical Board threw him off and stepped on him and just crucified him for helping people get through this uh, and without all the mask and vaccine scares, and they didn't like it. Of course, Oregon is a communist state, so that would explain, uh, but still, it plays to the narrative that you talk about here. So tell us about this piece and what the message is and the segue to what really are they doing? If you know something, tell us, please. (laughs)
4: Well, you know, I I look at the last few years and I think that most of us are recognized some of the suppression that's happening on social media, on speech, different things like that. Um, But it hasn't been as out there. They've been trying to hide it. But now we have research papers, formal research papers that are quite clear on what they're doing. Right. Harsher penalties. Um, whether it's losing the license, whether it's fines, whatever it is, they want harsher penalties for people they say are guilty in order for whatever it is they 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 want to um, oppress. And they're using the research, um, so it's out there within these these formal papers now. And I think that's what's the most shocking is it's it's out there in black and white. anyone can read it. Um, And if you do, if you continue to go through the research, you're going to find this in several different areas. So, for example, I had heard Tom Rents, attorney Tom Rents mention that they're going to be changing all uh, all vaccines to the mRNA vaccine. I thought, well, that's just crazy. But so I went through the research and within the research, they started to say that our current vaccines are ineffective um, and that we need to look at the mRNA process for for future vaccinations. So here again they're using research to propagate a narrative. Now when in the last 70 years have you heard that vaccines are ineffective unless you're listening to someone that they're calling a quack. But here we have formal government research, NIH research that is that is saying that. And it is geared to get to get people thinking, "Oh no, I need the updated vaccine." in order to be safe with my vaccinations, right? So we're seeing it over and over again. Almost all the research I think is fraudulent at this point. They're going to be pushing, for example, mental health pro, um, platforms within our schools. So, starting in Pennsylvania, I believe California has just picked it up. Possibly New York. I have to take a look at that. But even in their their research, their research, their conclusion says that this is going to help, you know, significantly help these students get through um, mental health issues. However, if you look at the actual research and you go through it. All it does is save a little bit of space in the in the high school. There is no significant difference of any. There's just no difference. And so they are using research fraudulently in order to get access to your children, in order to change your mind on what meds you're going to be taking, in order to change your mind on how to accept prophylactic medication that can be harmful. And I'd like to remind people, our doctors are first supposed to do no harm. Right. But that is not what's happening. If we're if we're looking at a lot of the prophylactic medications these days, you really have to sit back and ask, what is the purpose of this med? What happens if I don't take this med? And is there something I can do if I do develop a disease? and then need a medication. And in most cases, the answer is there, there's a solution. If you get tetanus, you can get the tetanus immunoglobulin when you walk into the hospital. You know, it, it's just not necessary like people think that it is. And you've got to start questioning this stuff because the scientific community has been overtaken by fraud.
0: I, I can't top that. You mentioned Tom Rance and and I'm just in hearing your voice right now. Stephanie you're such a great voice for freedom just like Tom is uh and just honesty and people can hear that in your voice and um and and the way you reference all this um it's it's an outcry for you know for honesty and the truth we have to wake people up as you say but there is something bigger nefarious it appears going on which is hard to admit and people don't really know how to address this it is the elephant in the room to be sure let me just tell folks, too, uh, Stephanie, uh, uh, Tom at that uh, Dr. Stephanie Coxon was just talking about. Uh, he is, and I mentioned him because uh, Stephanie just put it out there, his show plays, as I think you all know, and if you don't, you need to be listening. It plays on iHeartRadio, on the America Out Loud talk radio network, uh, weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern time. He's one of the busiest guys we know, uh, Tom Rents, one of the very busiest attorneys in the country, to be sure. Uh, has had his hands in a lot of lawsuits suing government and suing anybody who was against freedom and um he is uh, does a daily show here at 6 p.m on the network pretty remarkable that somebody like that takes that time to um, promote liberty and freedom uh it just tells you something what people what what a guy like this what what his makeup is don't you think stephanie
4: yeah i I agree. I think everyone should be listening to him because I do think on some level, it's going to be the attorneys that save our country.
0: Mm, wow,
4: we've got to take this to the courts. We've got to show the consti- the you know, how unconstitutional. Uh, the things that they're doing. That's the only way that we're going to win this. We are, we're in a war. We're in a war over our own laws. Excuse me. And people have got to wake up to that. No, you're right. But listen to, listen to the attorneys. He is incredible with his information. And I do think that's where this is all going to end up.
0: That's a great, that's a great point. I'm going to tell Tom, we talked about that and, and hear what you say there. Um, and you're right, though. And he this is what the, the, the movement of freedom is all about. And Tom Rance is it's in its heart. It's in his soul, just like it is, Stephanie, just like it is Malcolm. And many of you beautiful people out there listening as well, I am certain. Uh, Dr. Stephanie Cox, and uh, thank you always for joining us here. And let me remind people that article is research being used to propagate a dystopian world. It's a fabulous read, and it is on, indeed on the front page and right at AmericaOutloud.news. Uh, you can get it right there, friends. Big story we have coming up right now. Dr. Mengyang joins us in just moments here on Viewpoint this Sunday. We are the pulse and voice of everyday American thought. AmericaOutloud.news, delivering a message of truth, inspiration, and hope to the world. Here, we take on the challenges of our generation so that we can preserve future generations. Join us in the fight for liberty and justice for all. AmericaOutloud talk radio.
2: This is Jodi O'Malley with Nurses Out Loud. Did you know our body is made up of trillions of cells and inside each cell, redox signaling molecules are produced? These molecules hold a sacred place in chemistry because as we age, the vital communication of our immune system becomes less efficient.
4: Click the banner or go to America Out Loud shop to get 25% off
0: your entire order. Use coupon code OUTLOUD25. That's coupon code OUTLOUD25. Hey, we join you back here on Viewpoint this Sunday. A bit of a break in story. accident on a uh, China, a CCP nuclear submarine. There were initial claims whether it was in the Yellow Sea or the Taiwan Strait, and as always, uh, the CCP and China plays games with propaganda. But this story gets a little more interesting for a lot of reasons here. Uh, Dr. Li Mingyang joins me now. She's an independent virologist, whistleblower, called out the CCP for the Wuhan lab. Uh, Dr. Li Yang, welcome to the broadcast here.
3: Hello, friend. Um, uh, thank you for having me again.
0: It's a privilege to have you always, my friend. And uh, you have an amazing article, which is really being uh, read a lot on the the platform. We'll tell folks about, tell us about this. uh, This was a classified report uh, uh, is described by President Xi Jinping. And uh, it took a six hour rescue, the submarine. uh, And here's what's striking about this. When it came, when it resurfaced, Uh, this uh, submarine had 55 crew in the cabin, were dead, 22 military officers, seven students, nine petty officers, 17 soldiers. Wow, this is a catastrophe for them. Uh, The initial investigation indicates that the submarine was hooked by an anchor and chain. Uh, And, of course, uh, oxygen was a problem. Tell us what happened with the submarine, please.
3: Oh, yeah. So, Malcolm, briefly, uh, where the... uh First, and also the exclusive source to report it because we do have our own sources inside the Chinese uh, Central Military Commission
2: right. of BCT,
3: which is the top uh, commission of People's Liberation Army. And this accident happened on 21st August. So at that day, uh, one the high uh, the, the most advanced uh, PLA Navy, Nuclear Power Attack Submarine, uh, the Type A093, got accident in Yellow Sea. And at that time, because it was thunderstorm in that area, it took them to, uh, six hours to rescue. And finally, they found that the, all the crew in the cabin, 55 people, are dead. I mean, this is a huge loss for People's Liberation Army because... Those are the people who are working for a, a assessment task in the nuclear submarine. So that's why they are the high-ranking navy officers with the best people who understand nuclear, uh, nuclear submarines. And also the students are the one cultivated to be the future uh, captains well, of. Well, let me the ask you this question: submarine.
0: Will will this uh, will this incident? set this uh, program back for them, or do they have we see the numbers, or do they have a lot of others that can fill the gap on this, or is this a big setback to the CCP?
3: Uh, We don't know how many totally uh, this kind of people they have, but definitely not a lot. And uh, uh, why? Because uh, according to our source, Xi Jinping controls the nuclear submarines by himself because there are nuclear weapons, and not like in the US army, the CCP uh, dictator need to control it by themselves. So these uh, people, especially those captains and future captains, they are the people really loyal to Xi Jinping, and they will directly uh, launch the missile if they receive the instruction from Xi Jinping. And we know it uh, before the incident on, on 21st, uh, Several days ago, uh, there were 20 crews They got diarrhea in the sub- nuclear submarine. So that's why they, left the submarine, uh, went to uh, the treatment. So they were not inside at that moment.
0: Wow. And the,
3: uh, the reason why it is classified, because first, this is a huge accident. The when Xi Jinping received it, he was on the flight to South Africa for the RISC uh, summit. And his in- initial instruction is to block the- all the information, avoid the instability in the military. However, our source delivered to us and uh, it started from my friend Muda in the modern Media, the top influential anti-CCP YouTube channel in uh, speaking Chinese. So he reported all this information and we keep updating. So why this accident happened? According to the initial uh, investment, it was caused by the damage uh, from the anchor and the chain. That is the CCP secret anti-submarine equipment under the sea. Mm -hmm. So this nuclear submarine hit it, somehow uh, get the damage and then... They need to repair it, and during the repair, somehow again there were other malfunction happened in the submarine. And finally, according to the forensic examination, um, those crew died of the um, hypoxia caused by the toxic gas. And right. there are still a lot of questions remain and uh, in the investigation, but the uh, initial outcome shows that uh, there are very strong the quality problem in the nuclear submarine. All
0: right. Now, I also know they discredited you right away when you were reporting on this because they watch your social media feeds and other things that you're doing very carefully. And they discredited you as a conspiracist uh, of the Wuhan lab uh, virus thing uh, so now, interesting what I read here, and I want to read this to listeners here. Uh, you say here, um, as an example, you put here as a threat you just received uh, on social media, on Twitter, uh, that said this, uh, and listen to this now, it says, I think you should worry about your own safety. The fact that the United Front Work Department still keeps you alive does not mean that it will keep you alive. That was a threat put out there from China. It looked like it was coming from somebody from that group that I looked at uh, in social media as a threat to you. Is that correct?
3: Yes. So that is the one we received on 21st August, uh, uh, three days after we talked about the submarine uh, accident, and we keep updating it at that time. So uh, I'm not that surprised because uh, I also received is the official attacks from CCP media. Uh, and I know I'm always a target for United Front and also police and uh, uh, their China uh, kind of CIA, uh, this kind of IC agency like KGB, like GRU. Uh, but the thing is why they are so nervous this time is because first, this is the top classified report. The content we release to our audience, are the content just for the staff in the Central Military Commission, those generous, and also Xi Jinping himself. So they never thought there would be someone released to the public at the same time mm-hmm. when they read it. And also, the thing is, uh, they always watch uh, my uh, social media broadcast. Remember how right. come the first day we launched the Voice of a marked out the whole network got hacked, right?
0: Right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we had an attack. Yeah. We, we we get them frequently enough. Our people have to fight back on all of this. Uh, so it, it happens in a lot of uh, different areas here, frankly. Uh, I want to ask you, doctor Li Le-Mang Yang, what you say there. Have you been approached or reached or anything you can say to us from our military or our government about this story?
3: I cannot uh, tell it in public, okay. and, uh, but I can tell that some American friends uh, do come to talk to me, and but I always think that we should share it with more intelligence professional. I mean, military uh, magistrate uh, professional staff. So uh, yeah, I welcome people to come to talk to me, and I could share more information uh with them.
0: Okay, I, I was wondering on that. Yeah, and let me ask you finally this this question here. You know these are serious things that you're involved in and serious things that are happening. I, um, Malcolm here, always worry about your safety. I, I worry about you all the time because you are, uh, put yourself out there uh, in the crosshairs. And I, I just uh, I just worry about your health and your safety all the time, Dr. Li-Meng Yang. Um, how concerned are you for this? And and what can you tell us, or how? What you have to take extraordinary preparations for your safety and security. Is that correct?
3: I, I'm i always very cautious. I appreciate your concern. Thank you so much, my friend. And the thing is, uh, because I'm the warrior on the front line in front, uh, in front of this uh this unrestricted warfare from the uh, COVID nineteen origin until now, it has been over three years. I have seen so many uh, CCP agents, some try to kill me, almost a success, and some come to attack me uh, in different levels and try to free me, so many For example, this time, you know, yesterday, uh, China Defense Department, Defense Ministry, has to respond to this nuclear submarine accident in public. And so this shows they have to, they're they always watching uh, what we are doing right. from the COVID origin, Within four hours after I first review it on uh, 19th January 2020, they have to respond to it. And then they amongst the whole uh, scandal, the scientific scandal with even international scientists to attack me. And this time it also show you they are watching it just because CCP is scared of the truth. and. The funny thing that I want to remind people is when China Defense Ministry denied this accident yesterday, yeah. they dare not to talk about the Yellow Sea. We provide the coordinates. Well, yeah. it happened in the Yellow Sea, but China spokesman said, "Oh, there is no accident in Taiwan Street. Right,
0: right.
3: Come right. on, yeah. more propaganda, Taiwan yeah.
0: yeah, more propaganda is all because it is, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's just lies and we see that. It, it's funny how you're right, how they try to cover it up and change the story or the narrative to suggest differently. Uh well, please be safe and secure. Uh, uh but for sure Dr. Li Minyang, uh what an extraordinary uh, voice and um talent, um a hero, a patriot. Uh someone that I am proud to have here on our network, to be sure, our very dear friend and colleague, Dr. Li-Meng Yang. Wow. Uh, Thank you for joining us on the mission here. It's time to get involved and get loud, America.